Good morning, everyone. This is Dr. Dennis, the Wellness Doc, bringing you all things healthy for your mind, body, and soul. Welcome once again to my podcast entitled Comprehensive Health and Wellness. Happy Wednesday to you. We are halfway through the week, and it's freezing here in New Jersey. I'm at my studio down by Mercer County State Park, and it's absolutely beautiful here. And today I am joined by your number one request for the guest host, Uncle Paulie. What's going on, Uncle Paulie? Yo, how you guys freaking doing, you know? I missed you all. I'm freaking, if you over here, I give you all big freaking hugs, you know, big, big freaking bad hugs, you know? Hey, you know, I had some relatives I went to go see, you know, yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. Anyway, it was nice to see everybody. Got a big family, and of course, we ate a lot. You know, us uh, freaking Greek widows, you know how it is. Absolutely, Uncle Paulie. Are you excited about the show today? Oh, yeah, my friend, speaking of food. So this guy, freaking the doc over here, he lost 120 pounds, and he freaking kept it off for seven years. He's going to freaking tell us the secrets on how he did it, because obviously, you know, with freaking COVID and uh, the holidays, you know, it's always an issue, and uh, okay, let's get to it, go ahead, Doc, you're up, thanks a lot, Uncle Paulie, all right, folks, it's been an incredible journey throughout my life with this struggle with uh, gaining and losing weight, uh, I was a chubby kid, and um, growing up, you know, my father, to show his love, he didn't force feed, but he would say, let's just say, hypothetically, as an example, he would say, uh, oh, you're full? Okay, here, have some more, and have some more, and have some more, um, and that was just his way of showing love, he was an excellent cook, so that was, uh, quite challenging, but, uh, you know, playing ice hockey definitely kept the weight off, uh, for many years into my 20s and, and early 30s, and things like most people start to change. Um, school definitely did some damage to me. Uh, grad school, where um, I was basically incapacitated for several months. I had a devastating uh, knee injury that I spoke about, um, where uh, destroyed my knee and almost, uh, passed away from several blood clots, uh, that were completely 100% occluded, so I'm going to talk about it right now, that was divine intervention, because from a medical science standpoint, uh, I should not be here right now, so I thank God every day, okay, so let's get to it, uh, so this struggle, um, so in grad school, I put on I think it was 70 or 80 pounds, and after almost dying, um, emotionally and mentally, I was broken, so if you can imagine, and I'm sure most, a lot of you out there have been through this, where, you know, the stress levels are high enough in graduate school, but then to have this uh, occurrence on top of that was uh, quite devastating, and also shared how I had a great uh, pastor who specialized in trauma that definitely initiated the uh, journey of healing. So I'm very thankful. Um, so, you know, during this process, 
and being very frustrated because I was close to 400 pounds for the first time in my life. Um, you know, being an ex-pro hockey player, I was in the 200s for the majority of my life, and that was a good weight for me, and then it creeped up to the 300s, and uh, when it got close to 400, I was like, okay, something has to change here. So, some of my favorite um, times of the year are spring and uh, fall, and of course, uh, San Diego the mean temperature for the year is like 72, no humidity, sunny, 330 days out of the year. So I did some research and I said, you know what, I need to get out there. And after uh, building this business, gentleman's uh, business, it was a uh, rehab and therapy business from, from zero to extremely successful. And we had agreed on um, 10 other, to open up 10 other facilities. And of course, I didn't have a lot of business background. So we didn't have a contract and uh, that was that. So I came out to, uh, flew out to San Diego in 2009 and uh, it was a struggle the first few years. Um, I'll be honest with you folks, people have been extremely judgmental. Um, I think part of it is human nature and then the other part is San Diego is very close to LA. So the attitude is there uh, and it is what it is. Um, so didn't really get much significant results. I did hire several professionals and who had the titles, but was not able to deliver the results. Um, I came back to Jersey in, uh, 2012 and, uh, Superstorm Sandy hit, which, it was tough enough adjusting to the weather again. And then on top of that, I was home a lot. So, um, didn't really lose any weight, probably gained weight. Uh, I don't remember to be honest with you, but I think I gained weight cause I went to, uh, a men's, uh, clothing store. And, uh, when I was fit for pants, uh, I was not very happy. So I figured I'm going to come out here and go out there again to San Diego. And I did. And, uh, I met, the gentleman that was a physician's assistant and we became business partners and that's when my life started to change because he started giving me information that I had not heard anywhere and I had not read anywhere parts of it but not the whole so um hey uncle Paulie I'm sorry buddy um I just wanted to give everybody a little bit of a background on this uh journey how about yourself yeah, well, you know, we're pretty close in size and, uh, you know, activity levels and, of course, in the past, the cravings, you know. Um, I used to definitely crave a lot of sugar, so to weight, you know, 20, 30 pounds up this way, up that way, down that way, you know, and um, trying to listen to the professionals, but uh, didn't really get much results. And uh, I got to tell you, Doc, after this program you're going to share with everybody, um, I think they're going to really... You know, they're going to relate to parts of it, but uh, it's a lifelong, uh, I would say it's a lifelong uh, maintenance, and there are, just like uh, when you're an athlete, you know, sometimes you need to work on things. Um, During these stages, you could always go back, you could backtrack to the stage before to get you to where you want to be. So, my analogy 
Hey, Doc, you like that word? Analogy? Yes, I do. Yes, I do, Uncle Paulie. Go ahead. So my analogy is honestly with this whole COVID situation, right? We were doing very well. And then look where it is now. It's, uh, you know, it's pretty devastating. So we have to go back to what we should have been doing from the beginning, right? Those four things. Wear a mask, wash your hands, stay six feet away, and don't don't huddle in crowds. I mean, honestly, you know, I'm not the freaking uh, sharpest tool in the shed, but uh, that's pretty easy to do. And yet people, for the most part, um, are being undisciplined and uh, not adhering to it. And you know what? That This is why, hey, look, you reap what you sow, right? Absolutely, Uncle Paulie. So after uh, spending some time with this gentleman, I start I started taking notes because it truly was information that I had never heard of uh, in that manner that he shared with me. And then I found out that it wasn't coming from him. His cousin was a PhD nutritionist researcher. So talk about getting it straight from the top and I felt very fortunate of course he took credit for it and that's why uh (laughs) we're not business partners anymore he wasn't a very nice guy but um he's doing a lot of shady things that I found out after I'm sure there are quite a few um people out there that have been through business and business partners and and uh have experienced similar things so the first phase was similar to the Atkins diet where in short when I was when he shared with me that I could eat as much meat and beef and protein and cheese as I want I was in heaven and being in San Diego I learned how to barbecue for the first time in my life oh my god steaks on the barbecue were just phenomenal so in that phase I saw drastic changes quickly. Now, here's the caveat to that. You can do that for a while, but it's it's very short term, which is why I said it's a phase. It's it's almost impossible for most humans to do that for the rest of your lives. Um, it just doesn't work that way. And in that phase, I think I dropped, it was at least 30 pounds in six weeks. Yes. And then eight weeks, it was it was definitely 40 pounds. So I was dropping rapidly. Of course, um, training consistently uh, varied the uh, amount of cardio from on the minimum, I think it was 45 and maximum it was 90 minutes, which I'm not doing that now. But uh, it was pretty intense. And uh, I definitely had cravings. Um kind of normal that most humans would experience. I started craving carbohydrates, sometimes sugar, because that's the old patterns um, that I always speak about in our brain. The, um, the area that's responsible for pleasure in our brains is where, you know, we get the feelings of euphoria from, you know, medications, not necessarily medications, but more uh, recreational uh, drugs but also sugar. Uh, we, we, there is, there is definitely a chemical reaction, many chemical reactions, uh, when we feed our brains with our, our body and brains with sugar. And, uh, what do you think about that, Uncle Paulie? Can you relate to all of this? 
Absolutely, Doc. Um, you know, this has been a struggle for, uh, you know, we're about the same age, so most of my life, you know, and uh, I reacted the same way. When you told me that phase one was freaking as much steak and meat and chicken and as much protein with cheese on top of that, oh, I was like in, uh, you know, in freaking heaven. I mean, a lot of these, um, you know, Greek dishes, but I also like Italian food, you know what I mean? And I also love sushi, so there we go. But um, we had to go from sushi to sashimi, you know what I mean, without the rice. Um, Still good, but not the same, you know. And, um, yeah, that first phase, I had some good results, too. Uh, I think in the first month, it was like 16 pounds. And then, uh, you know, the second month, it was like another, you know, 14, something like that, you know. All right. So, go ahead, Doc. Phase two. So, phase one lasted for approximately 10 weeks and then it was time to make some changes which phase two then was similar to a it was a modified Atkins where now I started including uh, vegetables which I love I grew up with uh, tremendous amounts of vegetables you know, uh, ice skating in Manhattan. Some of my mentors were professional, uh, dancers and figure skaters. And they introduced me to the whole, uh, vegetable thing. My, uh, sensei was from China. So literally I was eating, you know, broccoli, steamed broccoli with chicken, you know, three times a day. And that was, you know, that was when I was 18, 19. So, um, that has never been an issue. And when I was told that I could incorporate that, that was huge. Um, didn't really focus on the portions in that phase. So I just want to preface it by that. It was still copious amounts of protein, but now with the vegetables, it actually ended up being, uh, less because, um, the fiber in the vegetables, um, started to fill me up quicker. So that phase lasted, I would say another two, yeah, another two to three months, and, um, the results were still good, I, I think in the two to three months, it was another 24 pounds, so I was on my way, I had never gotten those results, um, uh, when I hired a, uh, nutritionist, it was via, uh, telephone, and, uh, she was an amazing person, but I wasn't getting this information, so the most weight I would ever lose was, you know, 20 pounds, maybe 25 um, in a three-month period, so, which was still very, very good, um, but it didn't last, and that's the difference. So, how about you, Uncle Paulie, in uh, phase two, did you have the similar similar experiences, the similar experience, and he said, and uh, what do you think, and um, yeah, Doc, you know, definitely, uh, I think in uh, the two to three months after phase one, so phase two, I think it was another uh, 14, 14 pounds, something like that, you know, so I was feeling good, my uh, my workouts, oh, and we didn't tell you this, but we were doing weight training um, three to four days a week, and um, because we both play uh, ice hockey, uh, our bodies are similar, so, so our bodies respond better to full bodies or uh, systems, so what I mean is we would do... Uh, like, uh, shoulders, back, and arms, that, that's a lot of systems, and then legs and chest, you know, things like this, and then whole body on top of that, so, um, 
that really, we started to see some similar changes. Actually, people thought we were freaking twins, right? Right, Doc? <laughs> yeah, Paulie, absolutely. Definitely. We could have been like um, tag team in uh, uh, WWE uh, wrestling. So during this process, I wanted to mention that I was getting my blood work taken, you know, regular lab work. Um, but with some other things added, like, um, uh, various types of the thyroid, not, not the usual. And, uh, there was T3 and T4, uh, also testosterone. Um, and there were, there were a few others that, uh, at that time I had to pay extra for, but it was worth it to track my progress. Cause look, you, we all have many ways to see our progress on the outside, uh, obviously how our clothes fit and how we feel, but bottom line is you can look great on the outside and, and on the inside, um, there's quite a bit going on. That's not good. So lab work, I'm really suggesting folks when you're going on this journey to get it often, at least, you know, every three months, six months, uh, if you have to pay out of your pocket, obviously, you know, it's, it's going to be quite expensive, but at least every six months, because it's a really good indicator of your progress from a cellular and systemic level, which is honestly more important than how you look. However, it translates into how you look and you start looking phenomenal. So phase three now, this I would say was the hardest phase because now we went from, you know, tremendous amounts of protein and just food in general to now we start limiting the uh, portion size and I was not happy with that but I knew that that had to change and as I shared you know most of my life portions were not limited they were just plentiful and limitless so that's why that could lead to these issues that I've struggled with and then with insulin uh insensitivity with, um, I didn't have pre-diabetes, but it was getting there to that level. And there's so many people walking around like this and you really can't even always see it. Um, it would really be determined by the lab work. So, you know, in this phase, this phase was a little bit longer than the previous two. I would say this was about I'd say five or six months, to be honest with you folks. And, and what I'm sharing is my personal time periods for these phases. It's definitely going to vary depending on how your body responds and what your goal is. So, but this next phase of five or six months, um, yeah, that was, that was challenging. Of course, during this phase, definitely bumped up the amount of vegetables, the frequency and the heavy vegetables. And this is the other, um, caveat that I want to share. You know, yeah, salads are good, um, but for a person that's over 200 and something pounds and is very active, especially us men, it's it's different. I'm sorry. Chemically, uh, it's very different on how our body responds, and I'll get, I'll get back to that in a minute. But heavy, solid vegetables, which it's funny. They are the superfoods. Um, broccoli, cauliflower, um, kale, all of these, you know, heavier types of vegetables, Brussels sprouts, all that cruciferous, those are the ones that, from what I've 
from what I've experienced and also what I've read with um, not just bodybuilders that are pros, but the ones that truly are successful um, and that are huge guys, uh, this comes up a lot. And it's across the board, you know, pro athletes too, uh, NFL guys, hockey players, you know, the bigger guys, they respond uh, better to these heavy, these dense, uh, mineral dense, fiber dense, water dense. And what's so funny is they're all anti-inflammatories. They're also antioxidants. They're also anti-carcinogenic. It's like it has all these. That's why they're called superfoods. Um, so, yeah, this phase, I would say I definitely had some mood swings where I was craving um, sometimes sugar, sometimes carbohydrates. But it was the intensity was less than what it was uh previously. How about you, Uncle Polly? What did you experience? You know, Doc, um, yeah, it was, uh, very similar to what you just said. Um, you know, workouts were really good. My endurance went up, you know, I was lighter and, um, but I kept the strength up and that's what I want to share with you all is doing it in this, uh, stair-step approach with calculated scientific phases, not you know, well, my brother Joe said, do it this way, or, you know, Sally says, do it this way. You know, everything we're sharing, this is research-based, science-based, and I would say, and correct me if I'm wrong, Doc, but this third phase is very, it's like a, I would say it's a combination of a a paleo and keto together. What do you, what do you think about that, Doc? Yeah, Uncle Paulie, that's, that's a good summary of that, um, definition and uh you know it's truly something that for quite a few people out there they would be able to do that for the rest of their lives um it really depends again on your blood chemistry and your brain chemistry um so we had some great results in that third phase and I think we were at, that was another five or six months. So we were looking at another, at least 40 pounds. And, uh, you know, sorry folks, it's, it's been a while. I mean, I've kept the weight off over 120 pounds for seven years now. So it's been a while, um, that I've been at the weight that I am now. And, um, but anyway, the last, I would say in this whole journey, then phase four, um, was more of a maintenance where every few days I could throw in, uh, a yam and just so the difference, um, and I know it's interchangeable on Google, um, but a yam is more of the yellow, the lighter color, uh, sweet potato is more of the orange and you know, everybody can debate about it, but the bottom line is the lighter one has, uh, less of a, an effect on insulin and glucose. And for myself, it's interesting when I have a yam, I don't crave more carbohydrates after I don't crave sugar after sometimes with a sweet potato, it's interesting. Um, I do. And that really, again, depends on the person, but just as a sidebar that yams definitely have, um, less of an effect on blood sugar levels. So 
you could throw in a yam. I threw in a yam every couple of days. Um, I also included uh, lentils, which my body loves uh, being Turkish and Greek. Uh, high protein and high fiber. That's really hard to get, um, especially in non beef, uh, non eggs, non fish products. Um, and the combination, and then the minerals on top of that. Oh my God. I mean, you have a half a cup of lentils and you cook them and they double in size i mean you're done and if you drink a lot of water like myself and uncle paulie i mean a gallon a day plus um various types of tea and coffee i mean you're gonna be stuffed so i would consider phase four it's still a cross between mediterranean paleo and keto it's it's kind of a cross of the three and that really has been my my maintenance. Um, once I've lost the uh, 120, I've kept it off. And this phase four has definitely um, worked well. How about you, Uncle Paulie? How much did you lose total? Yeah, folks, uh, I think I lost uh, pretty similar to the doc. As, as I said, we're friggin' twins, right? <laughs> um, I think I lost about uh, 100. 100 yeah it was uh i think it took two years and then uh that's it you know very very little variance since then you know six seven years now and uh it just feels good you know we're back we're both on the ice and uh you know i remember doc was telling me he was in san diego when he went to the rinks and uh freaking doc's an ex-pro you know and uh these these freaking momos you know they didn't get it, these managers, because Doc was like 300 and some pounds, and then when he went, when he went down to his normal weight, like when he played hockey, you know, 200, he was 210, he did get back down to 210, and, uh, they still didn't want him, so, you know, whatever, you know, they lost, this guy can still skate, um, we have a lot of fun, because we're both big guys, and we can move, but that goes back to how we train, you know, we were both powerlifters, super strong, you know, squatting 500, 600 for reps, and no BS there, folks, no no belt, no wraps, but we both realized that the numbers, the numbers are really irrelevant, because if you kick your own butt, and then you can't train for four days, uh, you can't be consistent throughout the year, and then you get hurt, and we both were there. So we train uh, very different now. You ever watch the MMA guys? Um, it's this overall strength and conditioning, balance, coordination, speed, uh, resistance training, Olympic lifts, on and on and on. Um, I'll be honest with you. You know, the days of, uh, you know, doing all the weight where I had to pay someone and Doc had to pay someone to freaking get up the next day, that's, that's not worth it. And cumulatively... Uh, it will damage you as your age. So the ego needs to go out the window. You could still train hard. There's, uh, we talked about, you know, the five variables that you need to change every workout in order to stimulate the brain. So then you get the result that you want. And, uh, it's kind of simple, but not really, you know, there's more to it than that. We're going to talk about, um, the term periodization. So the word period and then ization after it. And, um, this is taking the whole year and chopping it up into pieces for whatever your goal is. But we'll talk about that in more detail on, on the next one if uh, that's something Doc wants to do. Absolutely, Uncle Paulie. I, I think that would be a um, excellent 
um, next podcast because it's all relevant. All of this ties together. And and what I want to share with everyone is, you know, exercising, training, weight loss and all this. Please remember that it's systemic. It's many systems that are affected. Even when you do martial arts or yoga, it's multiple systems affected at once. And that's what you want to, and I'm going to keep saying this, to sit on a machine, you know, and do a bicep curl, there's no transition into life from that, you know, unless you're sitting on your butt all day being sedentary and and what are you going to use it for to, to drink a glass of water? I'm serious. It's ridiculous. But a lot of people don't know and there's no shortcuts and that's what I'm trying to say here. So... Over the years and being in San Diego, I found that I liked um, hot sauce. I liked spicy, which I didn't for 40 years of my life. And that also helps with permanent weight loss and staying lean. Um, You know, red pepper, hot sauce, all of these things. Uh, And also the uh, herbs that are out there. Uh, Fresh herbs definitely made a big difference in my overall um, keeping the weight off and getting very lean. Uh, you know, oregano, basil, uh, just phenomenal when it's fresh. And there's also great benefits for, um, you know, the powdered one and the dried, the dried ones too. Uh, you just have to, when you're cooking with it, you just have to put it in your hands and sort of crush it to bring out the oils, uh, garlic, you know, another phenomenal, um, ingredient that's just the results are, are just great for us as humans. Um, blood pressure and uh, just overall immune immune system and on and on and on. But getting back to it, so these are my four phases that I used. And again, I'm, I've been in phase four now. If I ever have a tough time, like I'll be honest with the beginning of COVID, like most of us out there, it was challenging not going to the gym. I did put on some weight and... Uh, I definitely am very close to where I was in March, um, weight-wise, before I gained some of the weight, and I and I utilized everything I'm sharing with you. So, uh, Uncle Paul, anything else? Doc, I think you covered it. You know, you got two guys here that were freaking big guys, over 300 pounds, and uh, we're not there anymore. This is not a magic pill. This is work, work, work. You got to log. Um, you got to log what you're doing. You got to log. Keep a freaking diary. Write what you eat. Write um, how you train. Your responses to this when you're craving things. Why you're craving. That's the other part of this. The mental, emotional. Because uh, we always think it's physical. And here's the bottom line, right? Everything starts in the brain. So we're going to leave you with that for today. As always, it is an honor and pleasure to speak with you all. And I'm looking forward to the next podcast and uh, my freaking partner over here, uh, the doc, Uncle Paulie. It's always been a pleasure. I love doing these podcasts with you. We definitely just cover so much material in a short amount of time. And I want to tell everybody out there that I am here to provide hope, support, encouragement, and specialized knowledge so that you could optimize your level of performance in your lives. And I want to say this, during this challenging time, just know this, and I am preaching right now. God is with us. He is holding you by your right hand. He has his huge arms wrapped around you. 
and he will never, ever let go. Nothing can separate him from us and us from him. God bless. Take care. Talk to you soon.